I know you guys think I play out hearing excited stuff, but we are doing phenomenal things with the show. We keep bringing amazing people to the show that are doing fantastic things beyond what the eye can see, beyond what main, mainstream media is showing you. And so I want to thank, thank, thank you all for tuning in on today's show because I am bringing to you Pocky from Hood Estates. Pocky, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? I am fantastic. How you like that? How you like that? Like, <laughs> oh, Pocky. I know, right? I mean, it's exciting and I'm excited to be here, man. I've, I've been, I've been waiting for this all week long. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. I'm so happy that you feel that way because the yeah. sentiment and the it, it has definitely been mutual. So before we get in to um, our awesome dialogue, definitely want to shout out and thank our sponsor, Thelonious C. Jones, author of What the Real Estate Gurus Don't Tell You. And I've got my copy here. Do you guys have your copy? This is What the Real Estate Gurus Don't Tell You. Make sure you visit gurusdonttellyou.com. Again, authored by real estate investor and the solutionist, Thelonious C. Jones. So we want to thank our sponsors that make this show and much more possible uh, for us to continue to expand our reach and really connect with people who are interested in everything real estate. So again, visit the website, gurusdonttellyou.com. Thanks, Thelonious. Paki, welcome, man. How are you? Hey, another beautiful day. Here's, you know, happy to be alive. Another day to, to keep going. That's that's the way I look at it. Right, right. So for those of you who are not familiar, uh, Pocky and team, and definitely you give us your, uh, I don't know everyone's team yet. I'm familiar with your wife, uh, who's very integral to your, your team and your support. Uh, tell us first where you're from and uh how you got how you got started in real estate and then we're just going to expand into hood estates and war and making war zone profits there you go exactly okay cool so basically um i'm from miami born and raised in miami florida um and you know basically got started in real estate maybe around 2003 2004 um had a guy teach us some real estate stuff uh, in Atlanta, even though we was in Miami and, you know, we were one of those, uh, me and my wife had bought one of those programs. I'm not going to call out the program, but one of those, uh, guru programs. And we were just as lost, uh, in fact, probably more lost after going through the program than when we started, but, um, ended up getting a mentor who, uh, took us to Atlanta as far as buying. And, uh, he walked us through the whole process of, at the time I didn't realize it was called wholesaling, but it was wholesaling and uh, started buying properties in Atlanta and, um, you know, started making a bunch of money in Atlanta um, back in 05, 06, you know, 07, where everybody was 
was doing their thing in real estate, so to say. Yeah, and I want to share this just because we've got we've got a younger audience who may not be aware of the back then when, right? So that was one of the high times of the real estate market. Yeah, ball out. Everybody was making lots of money. And so, Big yeah. Money, yep. that, yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, want that people was, to be aware that, that that's what was happening uh, back in the day. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it was. I mean, mortgage companies was, you know, banks were lending out money to anybody for any reasons, uh, you know, mm. for any property. So, you know, we, you know, we did our thing then and, um, you know, we're doing really good. And then the crash came, you know, uh, oh, eight. 09 by the end of you know by the start of 09 going into mid 09 we were homeless uh just to share a little bit about our story uh yes. and that yeah and that came from i mean a little off real estate but that just came from poor money management period okay. you know uh, outside of real estate so i tell people now it's not about how much money you make you know it's what you do with that money that you make and uh we really learned some valuable lessons from going from making you know a bunch of money you know, to being homeless, you know, so, right. um, but it was because of that. And I, I realized that sometimes these things that happen in life that seem like they're the worst thing, uh, actually set you up for the best part of life. And, uh, mm. going through that, we learned a lot, uh, being homeless and it put us on a different level, a different grind. And we end up getting into real estate from a different angle, which was the tax deeds. And, mm. um, the tax deeds um, got us into a different area and it started us meeting different investors and and we built from there um, up until 2013 where we uh, purchased a hotel in Jacksonville with one of our uh, partners. And that's what got us in Jacksonville. So that's where we're currently in Jacksonville, just to give you a little background. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Could, I'd like to revisit with you the mindset, really, because it's it's one thing that just and been I'm I'm there, been there. Uh, you yourself have experienced that when you're in a state of loss. And so for those of who are listening and who have experienced are going through it, what is what was the state of mindset when you're talking about having lost and then being in that position? Like what what is your morning? What is the morning mental or maybe the practice to get you up and continue to move forward? Uh, and I think that's really I, I really want to hone in so people can hear that. Like what? What is in what's inside of someone when they're going through that to say, look, I, I, I did it before. I can do it again. Right. Uh, for me, <clears throat> personally, for me, it was family. Um, okay. It was my wife, my kids. It was it was family. It was not letting them down. And, you know, just being there, I've, I've always been that person to, um, you know, really want to bring up the people around me and inspire those around me. And again, yes. you know, looking at my family knowing that, hey, you know, we can't give up, you know, we have to keep going. And we, you know, made some bad decisions, some bad choices with money as far as, you know, uh, managing it and things like that. And and it was just a bad period for a lot of people lost a lot and lost it all <clears throat> during that time. But yeah. to get up every day and the fight, knowing that, you know, we were trying to, you know, we were living with some strangers uh, in their den, you know, mm. and, you know, trying to feed me, my wife and three kids at the time, um, all on under $10 a day, you know, just trying to make it. So, but, you know, I think I'll be honest too, you know, just keeping my faith, you know, my yes. faith, my faith in God is what, what took me through, you know, as right. they say, I had a praying, 
mama, grandma, grandpa, father, you know, the whole yeah. family. So, you yeah. know, um, not forgetting those days and those 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 prayers and and just um, knowing that, like you said, if I was there before, I could be there again. If you did it before, you know, and I teach that to my kids as well. Now, even my wife, I tell her all the time, listen, if God brought us out of it before, he'll take us out of it again. And that's with anything, you know, right. it's it's a testament. So that's yes. definitely what kept me going. Yes, yes. Woo. I receive all that. <laughs> I do. I receive all that, especially because, right, it was a period where there was a lot of losses. But what I what I also want to point out that I'm hearing is um, the accountability, accepting responsibility for not managing money properly. So for those of you who are listening, again, it's taking that lesson, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, you, you know, it's one thing to stack. And you, you shared a post about you can't build wealth using the same money. I, and I, I'm paraphrasing, but you, you know better. But I reposted it mm -hmm. because it's like, right, you can't. It's just not that's leveraging. That's a whole nother conversation. We'll talk about leveraging in a right. moment. Yeah. Okay. So, OK, so now you mentioned in Florida. So tell us about um, uh, Hood Estates, because okay. I I mean, yes, <laughs> neighborhood Hood Estates. Right. Let's go. not ignore. Let's not ignore the fact that we all are living in real estate everywhere, on real estate everywhere. And again, this resonates with me so much because you hear the stories of people so quick to up and leave, right? Up and leave. Right. And then and then there's this backlash of being, up, quote unquote, you're upset that they or them, someone is buying up the, the, the hood per se or the community of the neighborhood, but you left. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. tell us about yeah. the states. <laughs> Yeah. So basically uh, that what you just said, what what happened, what got, what brought Hood Estates about was um, for a long time. Once we, you know, got out of being homeless and started doing real estate things, what I started to realize was that the investors that I was working for or working with would always have me manage their properties in the lower income areas. And, you know, it's nothing against anybody, but these, you know, people wasn't from these areas. They wasn't, you know, from the community, but basically i was the face so i was the manager the tenants all thought i was the the owner and you know and they realize i'm not the owner i'm just the guy that's communicating with them because i guess i look like them and i can understand you know what they're going through and then i realized like okay you know what i'm i've been getting paid to do this but the reality of it is i don't own anything we don't own anything and it took me back again to uh my childhood remembering that my grandparents and older uncles and aunts, they all owned their properties, even in the hood, in their hood. Uh, right. Banks were, I guess, were lending out money to them and credit unions and things like that. But I looked up and realized that, wait a minute, about 80 to 90 percent, it seemed like, of the people that's in the hood are renting. We don't mm -hmm. own these properties. And then we started to look a little bit further and realized, well, they're not renting from people that look like me. So here, a whole nother subject is, the, the dollar is not circulating amongst our community and our culture. It's going right out, even right. from one of the biggest things, which if you really look at it, the biggest bill or the biggest expense in people's lives are use their home, whether they're renting or paying a mortgage. So here this money is going out the community and not even circulating amongst ourselves. So uh, we started to look into properties in, in, in the 
in the hood, what so-called the hood or lower income areas are what some people call war zones, uh, mm-hmm. depending who you're talking mm-hmm. to. And um, we said, you know what? We're buying real estate, but we're buying real estate in the hood. So me and my wife was just talking and he was like, you know what? This is hood estates, not just real estate. We're doing yeah. hood estates. So, you know, and the whole tagline that says war zone profit, I'm going to be honest, was actually more like a sarcastic remark because I was on some other platforms and forums. And I'll be honest, a lot of other people were saying, you know, I mean, I've heard some horrible comments about the right. hood and, and right. black communities right. and lower income communities from from real estate gurus and, and people like that in some of these forums. And they was like, oh, man, it's a war zone, war zone, war zone, war zone. Everything was war zone. It's like, you know, I haven't seen people saying you'll do better off going to Iraq and, and buying property in Iraq or, you know, Afghanistan than to go into the to the black neighborhoods and buy property. There is it's, it's nothing but killing and shooting. And so and everybody in these platforms just kept saying, you will not. It's impossible to make money. There. It's impossible to make profits there to, to get profits in these areas. So we said, you know what? OK, we'll we'll do a tagline. We're going to show you that you can make profits in the war zone. So it was that's why we tag war zone profits. I love it. I love so it, I it was more it. like yeah. a sarcastic uh, comeback. But, you know, it stuck. So we, we keep it going. Hood estates, war zone profits, you know. And- and isn't it amazing that that's what we do as a culture of a people, right? We spin on words. We take somebody's negative and we turn it to a positive. And this is why I'm ecstatic about the work that you and your team are doing. Speaking of team, what is, uh, what's the collaboration of Hood Estates? How many on the team? Well, um, I mean, as, as everybody knows, our inner team is what I call it because all, all of our 42,000 followers on Instagram, we call family. So we are, Woo! everybody's the hood of state. That's yes. awesome. And they grow right. family grows every day. Uh, so, that's right. You know, expansive family. Yeah, everybody's family, including you. But uh, our intermediate family, uh, which consists of, as you see in the, the picture on your on your flyer, is myself, uh, my wife, um, who basically she's the rock for everybody. She keeps everybody in line as well as uh, helps with a lot of the administrative uh, paperwork in, in most cases. Then you have my cousin, Gerard, who handles the property management. He's he's the day-to-day of the property management. And my cousin, Jarrell, who uh, handles all the construction. He's the project manager. He handles the day-to-day of the construction. My other cousin, Andre, uh, who's not actually in that picture, but he helps us with uh, acquisitions and wholesaling and things like that. And then my son, uh, who's there, who's also uh, right now, he just turned 18. So we're bringing him up. He's learning construction management. He's learning every aspect of the business because yes. uh, that's what it's all about for us yes. is family. And, um, you know, we have other family members that come in and help, but that's the core the core group. And even with those family, one of the things that we wanted to do, me and my wife, was to not employ each other. It was like mm. when my cousins came and started with the construction and started the property management, it was like, wait a minute, we're not employing anybody. You're going to okay. own a piece of this business. So we're, we're going to be partners. That way you have a piece of the pie, not me employing you. So we all are entrepreneurs in our own lane that that do, you know, our part. So collectively as a group, even down to my son right now, who has been handling getting the lawns cut on all of our properties and our vacant lots even him, I was like, I'm not going to pay you. No, you, you're you going to start this lawn service company and you're going to do it yourself and we're going to be partners. So that's how we put it together. 
But uh, that's the team, uh, the inner team. And again, I tell everybody this. I must say this. There's no me without them. This yeah. team, this team, believe it or not, people see me here, there, out of town, a lot doing. It's because of this team. It's right. because of this team that I can do what I do. And they don't, they're not always in the spotlight on the camera and in the front. But right. these guys and, and my wife, I mean, I, I can't say enough about it's it's that's the real muscle behind Hood Estates right there. So, right. you know, I appreciate them. And again, we're we're constantly growing, uh, bringing in new people and, and building. Like I say, overall, though, everybody know that follow us on Hood Estates on Instagram is we got a big family. Everybody, all 42 plus thousand of us. <laughs> right. And that and that is definitely. And like you said, yes, I'm part I'm part of that, too. I am absolutely ecstatic to hear the difference, again, what we like to do with the Nonprofit Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation is to show that everyone is connected in real estate. So we're not just the not just the buyer, not just the seller, not just the agent, but you named different positions on your real estate team that are all integral to the inner workings of Hood Estates, what makes it work. And I'm ecstatic that you like you said, you raised up your son. He's part of the business. And that's what it has to be. It, our children have to be an extension of what we're doing so we can build generational wealth. We're huge on generational wealth. So I commend you. Um, you have a very, very uh, great model. And and I really, for those of you who are uh, listening, again, he, Pocky mentioned he's on Instagram at Hood Estates. I have it on the screen. So it's, it is Hood, H-O-O-D, Estates with an S. Oh my goodness. So I wanted to ask you, um, what has been your, I, I guess, what has been a learning lesson for you in real estate? I know you shared your personal story, but something that maybe stick out so that people can really um, receive that. I know, and a lot of the followers, for those who aren't connected with you, um, you definitely share a lot of gems, a lot of real estate gems is what I call. Um, is there one in particular that, that you can share that has been a learning lesson for you in real estate? Uh, yes, I would say one of the biggest learning lessons was actually doing that downfall of uh, the market crashing. What I realized was this, and, and I tell this to people a lot, there's nothing wrong with flipping properties. Um, you know, it's a way of making money in real estate. You can make some pretty good money but it's still earned income. And what I've learned through all of this is that passive income is sort of the pathway to wealth. Okay. Um, I realized during that whole time, a lot of the guys that I talked to that survived the market crash that were still, when it's all said and done, I was homeless and they still was living the same lifestyle with these mm -hmm. guys that had rental property, that had cash flow, that had passive income who didn't over leverage and don't get me wrong. You want to use credit and banks and things like that as a way to leverage, but you, you don't want to over leverage. And like I say, I think the biggest thing for me was I needed to create passive income. I needed money that could be making money without me physically doing the work because if it's flipping properties, yeah, I have to physically flip them. I have to do something. If I ever got sick or anything like that, uh, you know, this wealth that can be passed on and, and, and continue to grow is, passive income the rental right. properties the properties that you 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 put out there and you know and then even so like now we we pride ourselves that we don't have any loans right as of now we don't we don't have any loans with the banks so we own wow. what we own clear so that in itself and it was a different aspect especially coming from 
that era of the bank was banks was giving away money like, you know, like it was free. So coming from that era of you just go to the bank and get a loan, get a mortgage to now not having any loans or mortgages uh, is different. But I think it really changed my mindset because it's it it feels different to know that, OK, this property is mine. I own it 100 percent. I don't owe any banks or anything like that. And I'm still receiving monthly income. So it gives me a different view. But overall, to just summarize that, that, that answer, I would say the biggest thing I've learned is you want to get passive income. You want to get passive income through real estate. Um, you, you need to. And, and even so as well, I tell people you need to own something. If mm -hmm. there's no ownership, then you have nothing. You have to own something. I teach that uh, to everybody that's around me. Even now that we sell uh, vacant lots, uh, we finance vacant lots and things like that. And I tell people, even if you can't buy a house, buy a piece of land, a lot, something like there's they're not making more land. So there's no more being made. And true wealth, I believe, is in ownership. So uh, especially us as a people, you know, that right. we have to make sure that we have some form of ownership. We have to own real estate. We have to own land. We have to have ownership of things, period. You know, not just, you know, renting things all the time, but to have ownership in, in assets, rather, right. um, not liabilities. So that's, no, that's what I would say. That's perfect. There's a famous quote. Um, so that definitely speaks to support what you shared. Oh, my goodness, you guys, are you taking notes? Um, and he just dropped something very awesome in terms of what they're doing. Before I go to my next question, because it, it, I was going to ask, so in terms of how you're helping the community with War Zone Profits, I wanted to ask, what has been your greatest reward in taking the risk in your business? Because it's definitely stepping out there. Um, and for you, what has defined reward or defined success? Uh, because everyone defines that personally and differently. And I, I'd love for our audience to hear how you define it. I don't know if I lost you, Lisa. Oh, should I? I'll repeat it. Can you hear me? Oh, he can't hear me. Pocky, can you hear me? Okay, so we'll definitely check our, let me check my settings. Pocky, can you hear me? We're, yeah, we're a bit on a hiccup here. So let's, uh, let's make sure we can definitely stay connected. And I'm so excited, you guys. This is like so much information happening here and all in the span of 20 minutes. So this is what we'll do. Um, if need be, I will bring Pocky back on. We'll, re we'll definitely finish up. But I wanted him to share with uh, how he's helping the community make war zone profits. And uh, you can get connected with him because he's actually got a, a group now mentoring program that there is an overwhelming amount of, of a waiting list. So get connected with him on Instagram. His Instagram is at Hood Estates at Hood Estates. He's on social media at Hood Estates, and this is Pocky and team. And again, if you're wanting to learn more about how they're actually um, mentoring, if you will, coaching people to actually from start to finish to their first rehab project, he has done it. He is doing it. And he is definitely showing people how to make war zone profits. Pocky, I'm going to do one last sound check. Can you hear me? 
No. So we may have lost him. Again, I will get um, an end soundbite from him just in closing. But I just want to thank Pocky for taking the time out. And it's definitely been an amazing, an amazing opportunity for us to connect with someone who's doing something positive in the community. So again, this is what Ready, Set Real Estate is about, is being able to connect with those 